Yes, well, it's not getting any better, is it? And no ointment or linctus is going to solve this. What did solve it was a complete change of direction, becoming extreme rather than eastern. Eastern! No, it doesn't work. Yeah, this is uh, ECW from the WWE Network from the 25th of May, 1993. And one of the reasons why I liked or like watching these um, episodes before Eastern was extreme is because we've got Terry Funk on here. And it's just a reminder of how important he was to wrestling. The programme, though, is blooming terrible. And generally, I'm sorry, but it is. Generally, we've got um, Paulie Dangerously as the injector of some kind of energy. He's the Lord of Misrule, really. The Lord of Misrule. He is neither Comedie dell'arte nor vaudeville or pantomime, but he is the Lord of Misrule, a topsy-turvy day. And what you often get with ECW and at this time, they had it last week in that they showed the whole of a match that you saw the week before. This week, you'll see the whole of a promo that you've seen the week before last. And I thought at one point, have I got the wrong date? But no. Anyway, let me take you through the matches as such and as they were. You've got um, Jay Sully and Stevie Wonderful. Jay Sully is, as he says, the uh, play-by-play man. He keeps saying that as if it's insider knowledge. And Stevie Wonderful, who's got a lovely red-headed mullet. And I thought he was going to be supplanted by Dangerously a couple of weeks ago. And he said... Could you go in the back and check the camera angles? I'll take over from here. I thought that's a passing of the torch. He's now going to become a common commentator, but no, because he's better as the Lord of Misrule with a bladder on a stick, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, all of that. Um, so we're well not. He doesn't have a bladder on a stick, but you know that kind of thing. He's better if he's not sat behind a desk, really. So early on, we've got the riders from the Easy Riders. HD Rider and EC Rider, I think he's called, from the EC Riders. Yeah. Versus Super Destroyer 3, who is, um, they're from the Hell Riders, actually, these two riders. Um, and of course, we know Super Destroyer 3 is not Super Destroyer 3, it's Sal Belomo. Um, he gets beaten down by Super, by, by um, well, he gets beaten down generally, um, goes to the eyes. And uh, hits a drop kick. He wins. I don't really care how he wins. I'm not really that connected with it. He gets attacked by the super, the proper super destroyers, um, who take his mask off and reveal him to be Sal Belomo. Wow! And I thought it was Victor Mature. No, it's Sal Belomo, and uh, which we knew anyway. And it's going nowhere. This, but they're still pushing it. Next, we've got the Suicide Blondes, Chris Candido or Christopher Candido, and Jonathan Hotbody who is dark-haired but calling himself blonde, which I like a lot, um, versus Winters and Stetson. Winters and Stetson, attorneys at law, who are um, tag team champions at the moment. Now, swig of me coffee. You get um, a Winters head flip and headlock, a headbutt to the nethers, the nether regions, which um, Candido sells well, actually. Nice counter DDT from Winters. There's a ref bump, a hot body roll up, no ref. 
oh no, Jonathan Hotbody could have won. And then uh, Winters blocks the chained fist of Candido and walks into another, it looked like, augmented punch to me from Jonathan Hotbody. And it's the pin. And that's a short reign because we've got new champions and Winters and Stetson have had the belts all of two weeks. Yeah. But they are the coming men at this time in ECW. The Suicide Blondes, definitely. Now, Todd Gordon, who of course is the promoter here, and Jay Sully is out saying, well, Todd's saying he signed the chain match between Funk and Gilbert. But apparently, according to Dangerously, he didn't. No, 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 no. Then he changes tack entirely and says he wants Sandman to fight Don Morocco, but he won't do it. All this time there's a wrestler waiting in the ring for Morocco, who turns up to be to fight him. Then I think Todd apparently makes the match between the Sandman and Morocco. I didn't see him make it, but Paulie Dangerously is saying he did, so I presume he did. Let's leave it at that, really. Now, Morocco versus Ernesto Benefico. There is not much to this apart from, and it's a fantastic move, Morocco's finisher, which is a single-handed pile driver, looks dangerous for the pin. Then we see the Funk promo from two weeks ago. You know when he was on his tractor? That's a good tractor. And then he gets the um, bloke who's supposed to be the brother or cousin or something like that, family member of Eddie Gilbert, and then it cuts to a really bad dummy and he runs over it with the tractor. Well, we saw it two weeks ago. It was funny then. Um, that, that was two weeks ago. Here it is again. Presented as if it's new. We are going to see a bit more of Terry Funk later, so don't worry. That's not the only Funk we have this week. Next, the Canadian Wolfman and Max Thrasher versus JT Smith and Tommy Cairo. It's a special tag match, apparently, this. There's nothing special about it whatsoever, and certainly not the action in the ring. There's a Cairo suplex... Uh, a JT Smith clothesline, then a Cairo power slam. All right, all right. They work well together, do Cairo and Smith. Cairo and Smith. Sounds like some kind of, um, you know, some kind of detective duo, doesn't it? Cairo is a hard-ass New York detective, and Smith is a slovenly southern detective. How will they get on when they meet? All that kind of stuff was going on in the 80s, wasn't it? Anyway, so that big suplex from Cairo into a Smith clothesline, into a Cairo power slam, then Cairo catapults um, Smith onto, I think it was Thrasher, for the pin. Sully seems really excited by this, and I suppose he is because it's the only real chain wrestling you've got throughout the whole program. Certainly, you won't see any of that with Snooker versus Glenn Osborne. Snooker is the TV titleist. Titleist. And um, Glenn Osborne is the number one contender, apparently. I don't know. He's been on for a couple of weeks, so maybe he is. There's a bad Osborne clothesline to start with, and he doesn't really connect with Snooker. Snooker throws himself over the top rope because that's what they went through, I presume, in the back. So, the back. So, he has to do it. He barely connected with him. He just clonked him very lightly. Snooker throws himself right. The momentum's huge. You might not notice, but it threw me right over the top of the of the of the top rope onto the ground. Yeah. Now, Osborne wants a pin from a snap net, nearly gets it, which surprises me. But Snooker hits the flying head, but gets the pin. It's surprising. No, it isn't. Now, Todd Gordon is now um, 
being berated by Eddie Gilbert, who says it's uh, Eddie Championship Wrestling, not Eastern Championship Wrestling. Although I think, going forward, Paulie Dangerously might want to question that. He says that Paul didn't sign the contract for the chain match. So there you go. He didn't sign it. Todd's saying he did. I don't know what's going on. Then we've got a, a promo with Terry Falk and a quieter promo, like last week, about... Well, it's, it's kind of a very personal promo because he knows what he's doing. He's got the chain round the neck. It's going to be a Texas chain match where you have to hit all four corners, all that kind of thing. He says the, the Philly fans know about wrestling. And I want to be king of Philly wrestling. And so does Eddie Gilbert. And we'll find out who wears the crown. That's great because you get a bit of comp- competition there. There's something to fight about. And also, he says, Eddie's always trying to be something. And I will fight him to be the king of Philly. That's great. And that's the way we end. That's it. We'll be right back next week. And you won't be right back next week, will you? will be back next week. He's there with Todd. Says goodbye. Done. What? Where's your main event match? I suppose the main event is that upcoming match. It weren't good. It, I mean, you had some wrestling within one of the matches. And that was about it. You got Paulie dangerously giving it everything, giving it so much, and I'm not sure that it's going anywhere. Well, we know where it did go, don't we? But it's interesting to see why it went there. It is like, as I said the other day, you know, before the Beatles, when are the Beatles going to turn up? You know, in the mid mid 60s UK pop, when are the Beatles going to turn up? And I kind of feel, when is Taz going to turn up? When's Sabu going to turn up? When's Rob Van Damme going to turn up? When's Sandman going to spark up? That's what I think. When's he going to get his cigarette out? Once we get that, it'll be something special. Until then, oh dear. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.